Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. A French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Y'all. This is Reality Gaze, and I want to bring up something that happens a lot on 90 Day Fiance, and we've watched a lot of this shit, so I think we know by now, but Poodle, don't you think there's sometimes unsung heroes of 90 Day Fiance that don't get the credit that they deserve? You know what I'm talking about? The people that aren't highlighted, but are... You don't know what I'm talking about at all. You're no. terrified of what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yes-anding you here. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If there was an award for uh, an Emmy award or some type of award, I don't know what we would call it, but for Holly's mom, because she sat in that dressing room with Holly while Holly sighed and lied to her daughter's face and said, he didn't mean that when he called you a hooker. He didn't mean it when you called, you said you look like a prostitute. He didn't mean that. Yes, he did. I think the problem here is mom knows that she's going to spiral. And yes. that I was this mother just, has spent a lifetime of saying that boy didn't mean that when he said that to you, Holly, just on mom, repeat. mom with the only thing on her face that has made up makeup on it is her eyelashes. <laughs> I, I still say she's she's doing a little. 
She's doing what she can. She, Maybe this, we. This woman doesn't have time to do her makeup because yeah. every time she puts on, tries to put on eyeshadow, Holly has a breakdown and she has yeah. to be the emotional labor for her daughter. I'm actually really concerned about Holly's <laughs> affect in this scene. <laughs> like it's kind of funny, but it's kind it's of kind of triggering. Not yeah. It's, she goes into this thing that goes into the ghost from the Grudge. Like I never saw that movie because you know I don't see scary movies. Okay, you have to know it though. You've seen like Grudge? You, is that the one with uh, with SMG? Yes, but like okay. it's the girl. It's the it's the girl who's who dies in the house. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. You're okay. You're saying yeah. this, and you have no fucking clue. No, it's kind of like that. Uh, it's what cultural like, touchstones do you know? Well, songs? Okay. no, it's kind of <laughs> like that that scary movie I saw that one Disney made made the, called The Child of Glass. They made it in the seventies and the sixties. with when the little doll gets thrown down the well, and they can't find the ghost doll, and she kind of had a weird affect, but everybody ended up happy in the end. But it I was don't scary. Think that's a horror movie. <laughs> it was to me. Terrified. Terrified. Um, this is reality gay. Moving on. I <laughs> I don't share any cultural touchstones. So, oh, anyway, y'all. This is this is toe. This is a new era in toe because the episodes are only forty two minutes. So we don't. We're not exhausted from covering plot, um, which is kind of yeah. nice. Uh, nice. We did not have Marion Brandan. This week, no, we did not. So it did feel a little. This was a what I would think of as a transitional episode because uh, we're we're on uh, Holly and Wayne are still at the South African version of Dress Barn. Um, they, they are at very Dress much Barn. Mother of the Bride store. They are <laughs> uh, very much Mother of the Bride store. Um, it's forty two minutes, y'all, because Last Resort is airing. You got it uh, right. Yes, last resort. Res I want to say last resort. You, now, is Aaron. you are watching this. You are watching this garbage. I am not only I'm watching not. it. It the last resort. The last fifteen minutes was one of the most riveting moments of Natty Day Fiance television for me. I was. You're not helping our cause. No. Here. Well, <laughs> already I've already talked. So you're out. Mary Payne is out. Kyle from Cray Cray is out. Kim from Cray Cray and I have been messaging about it and I'm actually sick. we're sick and we're actually I'm actually going to I think I'm subbing for either toe I'm subbing for, I'm doing a podcast with her later but we're already going to make plans we're not going to do every week but we think like maybe every like three or four weeks we might do like a special episode collab just to talk about because there you could Better probably you just surmise oh <laughs> y'all oh it is. I've there's a I, meme that's dropping on our TikTok and our Instagram, so be sure to follow us about it. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just depend on you for this, similar <laughs> to Milf Manor. I do think is, you need to watch it though. I think you need to watch it because I, I feel like you're I feel like you're gonna end up watch it because you're gonna not be in the know. However, this is just the first episode. It could we've got ten episodes total to go. It's gonna go to October. Yeah, I talked to it's gonna ten. It's gonna go to October thirtieth, so it's gonna be the Good last airing. God. So then um, did they go back to two hour toe? <laughs> I guess. I guess. But I'm um, Jesus Christ. There's um. I mean, it's just there. What, it, what did you I don't like wanna... about it? What do you? What did you like about it? 
Well, I did skip all the uh, Ed and Liz things. Like when they're talking, I just fast forward. Um, mm-hmm. I do love that Yara hates Ed so much that the entire time she just calls him small Ed, like flat out to his face, like hates him. I don't know him. if you didn't watch the show all the way that you can provide an accurate review. <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about it. We, I listen to their commentary on other people, but I don't listen to things about their issues. I don't care about I them. See. Um, I see. For me, the most, and this isn't giving too much away because there's a, some big Kalani and Usuelu stuff at the end, which is just gobsmacked. And, and as a viewer, I think I told you this, it does feel like a completion of their storyline because you see kind yeah. of why. It, but the thing that gobsmacked me was a com- conversation between Angela and Kalani. And this is a different Kalani. This is like Kalani 2.0. Like she to quote our sponsor this year, she must have read codependent no more because bitch is not having it. She is not having it. And her and Angela were having this conversation and you realize that they're both realize they're both just dating man childs that are never going to grow up. And well, I went, yeah, that's I know, everybody. But the, but the <laughs> fact when they, when they both see it on each other's faces and they're just both sitting there with a the Mai Tai in their hand and it's so sad. And also, so just, you feel it in your gut. Oh, God, oh, I, oh. I hate myself for loving it, but I do. The Mai Tai, the drink, oh. the, the drink of <laughs> self-reflection. And it's good, You're too, because Kalini came because she's watching the kids. Because, of course, Kalani and Asuelu can't go without the kids. No, no. You know what? They, they need to have, a, they need to have a, Kalani and Kalini need to have their own therapy session. They, they... <laughs> They do. That's the most fucked up relationship on in that family. <laughs> Not Asuelu and Kalani. It's Kalani and Kalini. Enmeshed. Anyway, be looking forward. To, Kim and I are going to talk about dates. And then we don't know if that's going to be a public feed. Re- RG plus we haven't talked about. Remember when Kalani was most upset, not because she was pregnant at her bachelorette party. But yeah. she was upsetting her sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. she thought she was most dis- she was most worried about her sister's disappointment in her, not yeah. the fact that she was knocked up before her wedding the next day. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. God, oh, it was. Anyway. Call, call, Doctor Joyce Brothers. <laughs> is she alive? I feel like she's she, dead. She is now. Sorry, she sorry, family and friends of Dr. Joyce Brothers. Reality sorry about Gay that. Says, I think she's dead. Sorry about that. Um, um, anyway, um, I do want one more thing. We want to say um, you. We are. We are. Um, I don't even say like devastate is the right word for our sissies in Hawaii <laughs> right now. It's just. It's brutal what's got, yeah. what's happened in maui and uh jamie we have we have several sissies that live in hawaii one of our sissies uh barely got out with her child from maui yep. so um we are doing a fundraiser in the sissy squad in our facebook group and we're raising funds for them so if you're in the group please uh look for that post and donate to that um and we hope that any of our hawaiian sissies if we're listening, we're hope that we give you 45 minutes or an hour to just hopefully take a break from it all. Yeah. And, and if you're you. not in the Facebook group and you want to donate, yeah. uh, we are we are we're giving our money to the Council for Native Hawaiian Advancement. It um, it they're they're doing their own kind of uh, 
fundraiser. There's a lot of there's a lot of them going on. Uh, this was specifically funneling through native Hawaiian channels. Okay. Great. So, uh, but we are, um, yeah, we're thinking about you guys and just the 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 devastation and heartbreak is unimaginable. So yeah, it's we're pretty. sending sending you guys love. Is that where is Maui where you went where you met the guy who walked up to you and he said, "Oh, I was named after a character in that book." Then you no, that was Honolulu. You? Oh, <laughs> that was the Big Island in a really horrible touristy resort. But. Boy, if you want to come online to get to get Poodle's attention, say I'm named after a character in that book you're reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. All right, let's jump. Do we have any other now? I don't think we do. I can't think of any. I think we're good. Let's jump in. What's uh, the name of this episode, so. by the way? Oh, who's the bossiest? Oh, who's, who's the, the bossiest? Who's the bossiest? Yeah, we got all the things. We got all of our announcements. Plathville, September 5th, y'all. Uh, so we are, we're still in... The dressing room of a South African Cato. I really dress um, barn. Really, you nailed it's more it on dress, that one. It's it dress, is barn. dress barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's women who need to who's who come in and say, "I need to cover my shoulders." <laughs> I've lost all like this weight. And I don't like anymore. I don't like my arms, but I'm real happy with my waist but now. I'm real happy with my waist. Mm-hmm. I, I want something that covers my shoulders and my <laughs> and my upper arms. It's like that. Have you seen the new Christopher Ryan? I, I think it's a new character that he does. It's called Talkative Tammy, or, who goes on all the tangents, and it's our friend Bridget Green. Oh, it's so good. Tammy's been a character he's done for a while. Oh, yeah. I've never seen her before. I tagged our friend anyway. But yes, someone like that came in and went on a bunch of tangents. So yes, we're in Dress Barn. Now, the South Sissies, African version, yes. Sissies did come at us and... Um, add into this, Jake, but we asked, is this a South African thing of him wanting her to dress differently? Is this a religious thing? Most of you came at us and said that this is probably some more religious bullshit rather than a South African thing. So, Um, yeah. And it's, and it is, it, it, there is, is there crime in South Africa? Yes. Is there crime here in the U S yes. Yeah. Um, and there, but there are places, it does seem like, if Wayne's house has been broken into three times and the dog not, was killed, that was just so awful. And I think he is possibly in a high crime area. I and agree. I, I think if I was Holly and maybe she doesn't have enough agency to do this or she doesn't, she can, I think I would have said, if I'm going to move over there, one of the stipulations is going to be, we're going to move into a nicer I don't think Holly, I think Holly gets overwhelmed by which Hungry Jack meal to pick out at the grocery store. (laughs) I don't think a lot of you, (laughs) that is Statler. That's why she Uh, gets all the same kind. It's just too overwhelming. But I think she doesn't do a lot of future thinking. Um, But she comes out. Thinks she kind of leans on Wayne, kind of like a big this dog is... does when you go to like you know when you go to your friend's house and their dog just leans on you. It's like she just leans on. No, him. <laughs> oh, I love that when big dogs do that. So sweet. Um, 
I kind of think, but it's a strange thing to say. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me. You know how when you walk into uh, walk into like an orgy with about fifty men, and there's that one kind of bear who, when you walk through, just kind of leans on you. Yeah, or passed out, or twink that's about to pass out. And they just yeah. yeah. There you are. There you there go. You now are. I get it. Um, <laughs> I think what it is. This is what I was saying. I'm really concerned. I feel like when something is hard for her to tolerate. She just kind of looks down and she goes into some type of fugue state. It's hard to watch. This um, woman has had a lot of trauma in her that's, life. That's what it feels like. And it seems like she goes there into some kind of numbing cycle. And like, it's really like she was disturbing. Locked, yes. Like she was locked in a cage type of trauma. Like it just feels yes. really deep. Yeah. By the way, she's been doing a lot of lives because, of course, of course, of course, she has, like Ty Ray doing some lives. And he's like, I've heard about this podcast called Reality Gates. I'd love to be on there if, if, if they'd have me. And I went, do you even know what the things that we have said about you? <laughs> me? Okay, yeah, me too. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. You've been bad. I've been, I've been I have been awful. <laughs> you ruin why anyone talks to us. It's I kind of do. And you know what? It's going to stay that way. Because <laughs> I keep it real. Um, so this, so he says, what can we, what, what can make up for call for telling Holly that she looks like she, she looks like she dresses like as he says a prostitute? Uh, what about a self defense class? <laughs> so yeah, um, it's a jujitsu, a jujitsu, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? I jiu-jitsu. I need it. I have never taken a self-defense class. I should probably take one. Have you? I haven't, but I'm kind of afraid what would happen if I did. We I should, may... I, I'm going to do this now. We should do this. This would be good for us to do. I'm going to schedule it. I think I my anger might come out if someone attacks me. That's fine. So. They wear padding. I've been. I've watched like women do it. So there's padding so you can hit on them and you don't hurt them. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm frankly not worried about if someone comes at me in in the night. I'm pretty sure I'm going to fight back. <laughs> yeah, you did um, real well with that moth. Real well. Fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's fair. I'm going to schedule I'm, it. I, I, the, the moths, I'm not trained for self-defense with moths because they, they have wings and they can get fly at me. And also, I did not know what the moth was. I, well, at least I didn't scream, it's a bird. It's a bird. Oh, God, it's a bird. <laughs> we would both be dead if someone attacked us. But anyway. she's, she's learning all this stuff. She's learning how to throw them. Wayne's not helping because he's like, well, this is helping. But what if there's three or four guys? What if there's just like a pile on and just like, People with and then, cannons. And then they and, just jump on you and rape you. And I, rape, for, like, me, for me, this felt like a weird fantasy when he kept saying, he's like, well, what if there's three or four guys attacking you? What am I going to do? I can just sit there and watch them. <laughs> it felt creepy. It felt creepy. I think Wayne is fucked. I, I've decided. I, I think he's. I think he's very, lives very much in just his life in fear, period. I also think that there's this thing with them. Um, uh, he also did say, I've got to say this. He's like, I feel bad about calling 
telling Holly she looked like a prostitute. But um, we're going to leave this dress thing away. Um, and when when we get married, that'll, that's when we'll work on it. That's when we'll work on it. Great. Sounds like that's, a, that's That feels good. Um, great timing. So anyway, they – what he does, what he – finally – what the thing the problem is she's saying let's go look at some places i made i made some places to look at places we can move to and i don't know if she has just said i can convince this man to move or if they're both just talking about their future like it's going to happen when they decide to write it uh, i think they're like one of those people that they're going to say like um Oh, yeah, in two years, we're going to buy a house and we're going to have a white picket fence and we're going to have kids like, but there's no actual boots on the ground plan. Weirdly, I I would take this couple over Tiffany and Ronald any fucking day. Oh, I (laughs) well, because I I don't feel safe because where they live, but I actually don't think um, I feel safe. I don't think he seems like a bad guy. He's going to hit her. Yeah, but, he doesn't seem like an abuser. He actually I, seems a lot of this of why – I'm not saying it's right, y'all, so it's not a defense. I'm saying his intention of her clothes and everything is coming from a place of concern and care. Well, and it's a little Fear. toxic masculinity. It's yeah, of, that too. I have to protect my woman. I And religious it, bullshit. So yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not def- – sissies don't come out but and say, I can't believe – I'm just between, saying it's not Ronald. Between Tiffany and Ronald and also Tiffany's, Tiffany's need – to completely destroy him and to make him feel nothing. I think both of these people, I think both of the, I think Holly and Wayne are much better people than Tiffany and Ronald. (laughs) Agree. (laughs) I, I, y'all know I have, I have a really rough history with her. I can, I can barely talk about her. She pisses me off so much. Um, uh, you love her clothing line though, because you love showing your shoulders. True. True. I really she wish she wish I really wish she would do a clothing line. They they so, have this he switches though. Like so he's saying we can't look at a house. He's freaking out cuz she wants to go in an expensive neighborhood. We find out that he lost one of his big he's a plumber. He lost yeah. one of his big clients so he's not working as much anymore. And he can't tell her that. Again, can't it's this kind of like masculinity. If I look weak, so that's that's the issue for him. Um But then he just kind of switches and it's like, he, you know what? I, didn't you think that was weird editing or odd? It's weird. He gets super defensive and then just goes, well, he's, he, he basically says, I put all this money in my house. No, we, we, we need to stay here. And it's this idea. It's, it's very Clint Eastwood. I'm going to defend my property regardless of where I am. Oh, what was and that movie? I forgot what that Gran movie Grand Torino. Was. Am I making that up? Maybe. Isn't that a movie that's out right now? Or am uh, I thinking Gran Torino? You know what? It's not Gran Torino. Know. That is the car movie that's out right now. Gamer <laughs> sissy, gamer sissies are screamy. It's the I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? I, I really would have. I think this all could have been solved. Well, not their whole relationship. Obviously, needs to be solved. Oh, it is called Gran Torino because if I you Google, it was. I think there's another. If you Google. Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn movie. You'll get yeah. Gran Torino. That's what it feels like. It's very Gran Torino. Like, I'll defend my property because I put so much into it and I'm a man. And this all depends on my concept of my own masculinity that no one's going to take it from my cold, dead fingers. 
that's what it feels like to me. That's mm. never going to fly with her. She's never going to be happy about it. No. And the only way these two are ever going to make it if they move to a gated community. I don't know. Or I, maybe the U.S. Uh, well, Which I don't maybe, think he wants he, to do. Maybe he doesn't have a criminal record a mile long. <laughs> like exactly. I don't think he's a terrible person. Like <laughs> he never Ronald stole. Is. He never pawned his mother's fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. Remember that, y'all. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great, MeUndies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. 
Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Do I think that this is completely 100% real? Yes. Do I think that going back and forth um but this this was an this was an idea this was a, this was this previous season uh concept where they where Kenny thought he was too old. We we heard this before. Do I think it's relevant? Yes, but I don't know if I want to see it again. 
I mean, we, I think the thing that we got from this is Kenny, he, I, th- I think what makes sense about it is when you think about what's happened before is Kenny finally said, I think when he was looking at Armand started crying, he's like, I'm just afraid that I'll be, I'll be too old. He's never mm-hmm. actually said that to him. Or yeah. He's always kind of said, well, and kind of just joked about of, it. He joked about it, but this is finally where Armando is like, no, I need an answer. And Kenny finally, it, it was actually very moving to me when Kenny actually is crying and saying, because he, you guys, you're thinking of not, he's thinking of the mortality. And is that fair for Kenny to probably realize he's not maybe even going to see his child get married or his yeah. child have children? I, and maybe, maybe I'm only seeing this because I'm not someone who wants to have children. You're but, not paternal. Didn't, uh, didn't get in not, you. Not paternal or maternal. Yeah. <laughs> I um, have a daddy. I'm not going to be a daddy. <laughs> yes. 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 That's true. That's several true. daddies. Uh, yes. So, no, I, this just feels, it feels so unfair to me. Again, I, I, I have a hard time seeing it from Armando's perspective because it feels so unfair if two people aren't completely on the same page to manipulate another one into it. Because I want a baby. It it does feel because and the reason I didn't do adoption because that's going to take longer. But it does feel why why do you like it? Why do you need this child right now? Be just because right. you like you have a daughter. I but I bored. I don't think that actually. I don't think he's bored. I think that Armando Kenny had children on his own. It, which is really that was a great part of the story where Kenny talks about how he went with his girlfriend and pretended to be straight with a big and all red shit, wedding ring because that's the only way they could do it. Armando, remember, he got divorced early on from his wife. She was great. I mean, she was like trying to kill him and all this shit. I, I think Armando wants to raise a child in like a partnership because he never got that. Our Kenny. Mm. Kenny never got that, but he never wanted it. He was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it on my own. I see your point. Um, so I think but that's the, that I think. to be more for him than I agree, the though. child. I, and I don't know if, um, and I can see Kenny's point. To me, that would be really sad to know um, I'm going to have a child and I'm yeah. 60 and they're going to, I'm going to hopefully be 75 when they graduate high school. But you know, my dad died when he was 71. I, exactly. I'm going to say this now. No 60 year old man wants a baby. Full stop. Well, no. Um, no Alec, but 60. Way- that, that was just, that just happened. He wanted, <laughs> he, that was because he wanted to fuck his wife. <laughs> no. Tony Randall had a baby man. at like 78. Tony Randall's a little gay. Let's a all little, be honest. A little gay, but I'm but I'm saying I'm making jokes. Let's, it's let's I think be I agree with Frank. And what I think what what he was I think Kenny was already compromising when say why don't we adopt an older kid so I don't have to deal with a baby again. I had three babies. Yeah. And and yes, it might take a little longer, but Armando wants a baby. And I don't know if he's ever going to compromise. And it it feels unwielding to me, and I don't like it. 
It's, I think there's something deeper too um, under it. I mean, but that's for him. That's for yeah. him to figure out. Yeah. Not for, no, yeah. yeah. So I agree there's something deeper. And I'm sure there is. There, he's trying to create, trying to recreate some part of his life. That's his shit. I was shocked how less expensive it was. It's only $72,000. I have friends that have paid 200000 to do that here in the you U.S. You could just have a, you could do a baby here. Go to Mexico City. I th- I'll think about it. I don't think I want one, though. You just want to hold them. Well, actually, I don't want to have it. I do. I don't want to have a baby of my own, like, loins and all that, because honestly, I just don't want to put another human being on this planet that's going to implode at any moment anyway. Why bother? Might as well just wow. adopt if I'm going to do it. Uh, so basically the scene, Armando leaves. Again, not leaving me anywhere to go. Armando leaves saying, I feel very misled by you. Which I understand that because Kenny has been kind of like, well, um, yeah. Kenny hasn't. What, she should have said from the get What get-go. else can he do? Yeah. Armando has set him up for the failure. That's what I'm that's saying. True. I think yeah, this true. is a false equivalency. Yeah, I can um, understand that. Yeah, I, I think, I think Armando's basically said, "Well, now you just need to, you, now you just need to say yes for a baby." And the fact I'm having to wait really makes disappoint disappoints me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't I, like it one bit. It's a real problem that people and it's actual. It's not a ninety day fiance problem. It's actually a real no. problem people have that are different ages. So it felt a little weird because I was like, "This feels too real, real life." I need a problem of you know. Uh, I tell my girlfriend I'm going to move to her home country, and then when she comes over, I could completely just gaslight her and make her <laughs> feel like a complete idiot. That's what the I problems get, I need. Can I get a better kiss? No, you can't. You've been a jackass. <laughs> if if I'll, someone had said I'll give that you a to better me, kiss. I would have said, I'll give you a better kiss. Kiss my fucking ass. Y'all, we're talking about Julio, Julio and Kirsten. 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 Um, they're heading to the airport. and um, it, She's leaving. She's leaving. Um and she's like, you know, I'm happy I came, but we had a lot of fights. And she's like, for you to move, we need to fix things. And um, they're do- you think they're doing it, then they start to fight a little bit when they're talking about apartments. He's even saying things like, yeah, having her here has really made me question things more. What I don't understand is, you mean having her on your turf when... You had to be you and not vacation, Julio. I'm the good guy. That made you question things. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. I wonder why it made you question things. Because you can be whoever you want when you're with her in the Netherlands. Because you're game recognizes game. Life. Exactly. <laughs> poodle. <laughs> vacation poodle. He doesn't even use his real oh. name. Oh, I am like the, I'm the best person you'll ever know on vacation. (laughs) That is the best version of me. (laughs) I'm kind. I'm rarely in a bad mood. I'm amenable. (laughs) Unless they're playing happy birthday five times. I talk nicely to strangers. (laughs) Very different than when you're back in the U.S. I, I know. And, and 
This guy, it's interesting because, and I wrote down, girl, you only saw dream slash low commitment slash vacation Julio, and that's where you're getting his best. And now but she loves she loves him. That thing where she said, I "But I have." and that's when, the worst part of it. Yeah, when she said, "But I still have hope and I love him." I went, "Oh, this isn't going to end well." That's what sucks. It's she's she's got the feels for this douchebag. She's stigmatized, y'all. And I will say, she needs this in her life. Yeah, she needs this complete and utter betrayal of what a man builds himself up to be so she can learn that all men are, in essence, liars. <laughs> Can't argue with that. So then it will take her another four years of her to five years of her 20s and her 30s where she's a little bitter, and then she'll date men who will only want her to be 22. It's lovely wow, to be a woman. Dark. That Lovely got to be dark. a woman. <laughs> but honestly, she needs to know what she doesn't want. And I don't know if she's had her heart broken yet. Probably not. It doesn't seem like it. I really feel for this woman. It's sad this has to be televised. This guy is an absolute uh, grenade. He- All right. All right. We're, I'm ready to <laughs> no, move on. You're just, I don't know. No, Where do I go now? I, I will say this. It need it. It's sad this needs to ha- this, but but every woman needs to date a guy like this to know what they don't want. It, it, it's sad it has to happen on television. That's what I'm Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Because this guy talks real pretty. Kimberly and TJ. (laughs) Okay, I, I have a theory here. 
What? Um, <laughs> as I said before, she's she's wearing. I think last week I said she's wearing her tell-off headband, and, she it, is. and y'all, that headband did not come to play. Did not. Um, I, I have a feeling that her and his brother are so alike. Yeah, I think they're the same person. I, you know, I agree. There's, you know. Sissy's talked about, and I we talked about this too. I don't think she was all of her fault last week. I think for a lot of he, I think she was a little more in the wrong, but he has been stringing her along this whole fucking time. Are you talking and about saying, TJ or the brother? TJ. Yeah. But what I was going to say, why I agree with you, why I think they're alike is, it's a little jumping back and forth in the plot line of this episode, but the way she spoke to the brother when it was just her and the brother compared to when she spoke to the brother from the TJ and acted like she had been a saint to him when she literally, she now the brother was terrible. Don't get me wrong. The brother was completely horrible to her. He was an actual boor, but she went for the jugular on him and was just as mean as well. And then he even said, Yash literally said, he's like, she's acting now. She didn't, this is not her. And she's sitting over there, just got her in her hands, like she's gonna knit. She's like, "Oh, he's a typical Virgo." I, I, I went. Well done. Well, well done. done. Yeah, that was that was some art of manipulation right there. And what's crazy is this woman can probably distance TJ from his family. Which is probably what she wants to do. Yeah, because she doesn't want to live there. She no. doesn't want to live with him. She's even said she I doesn't. Think I would do it. <laughs> she doesn't want to live in India. Yeah, she only I, moved there because of him. I think this is. I wrote down. I similar to what you said. I think this is basically the textbook. Maybe this is subconscious for her. I think it's getting in between parts of his family that she sees to be inconvenient. And then she can maybe convince him to move to the U.S. I think. Because already the brother brother is saying she has to leave us. He's saying there's no way this is going to work out. She has to leave. Even when TJ tries to intervene, TJ can't get anything done. They just, he and his brother just started fighting. I will say this. It is her way or the highway. And, and so it's the same way with Yash. It's there. It's the same kind of thing. And I wrote down all these fights are due to her cultural understanding of values as an American. I can do what I want. I can do, I'm here. I don't have to live with your family. I don't want to do that. It doesn't seem like she wants to compromise. It's compromise any of her values. That said, it's concerning to me that she already doesn't want to compromise these values when she has no idea of what TJ really wants from her of yes. what he's been saying. That's and when true. that when she finds that out because he's been fucked, she's going to lose her fucking. She's going to lose her mind, and there's going to be a lot, rightly so, to that because he is, you know, I I will say post. I was kind of on her side through the whole thing with Yash until I saw her become sweet little baby. Uh, in oh, their three-way conversation, I, I, I kind of think they're both. Kind of think they're both terrible to one another. To be honest, I TJ think, or yeah, I think TJ and Kimberly are both terrible to one another. I think he was trying to make it to make. I think, he, but TJ obviously defended her in front of his brother. Yeah, yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did do that. He did do. But that. the way they talk to each other is an ideal. I think he's trying to allow more because he even says, 
Okay, hold on. Let me hear you. Because I think he's learning. It feels like he's trying. And just in the edit we're getting of her, it doesn't look like she's trying at all. I I feel like um, it's interesting. And the, 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 there, it's kind of black and white divided on the audience for her. People are like, oh, I hate him. And then people say, oh, I hate her. I feel like this compromising to doing the, he's doing though there is a, I, I don't have evidence of this it's more of a gut feeling I feel like it's all fake I feel like he's being fake he doesn't I really want to do that I feel like he's being fake and he's just waiting for them to get married and I think once he thinks they're married he's gonna be like this is the way it is and he's gonna blow up because he's gonna be pissed that she's not changing now that they're married I could see that I just I, y'all this this relation. I do. I think they're going to probably end up being together. Yeah, you know why? Do. Because she uh, lets him put his balls in her, her mother, mouth. Because and they do never freaky loved her. Her mother never loved her. <laughs> her mother never loved her, and they do freaky deaky shit in bed. But I, I really believe she'll she'll make it work out of spite. Kind of oh, like how Amanda no. fucked Rosbon out of spite. Oh. <laughs> When Deanna told her that she couldn't, she fucked her out of spite. She fucked him out of spite. Done it. <laughs> Been there, done that. Been Never there, as Rod Von. Sat on that. <laughs> Been there, <laughs> fucked that. <laughs> Boy, that's a new T-shirt we need in the merch store. Uh, I think that's that's the show. I I really do believe that her, she, and that brother are so similar, and I they're agree. like, and I don't know if you can have two people who kind of love getting their aggression, kind of like feeling that aggress- aggression out with each other in a way that's healthy. I don't think it it's not going to work. It's not. There's there's all three of them. I just feel like everyone is simmering with anger. Yes. And it That's feels, not even about the other person. It feels, it feels yeah. really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. And um, it's not going to go good. I got to I will say y'all, if, if you're, if you're a male listener and your wife has on a headband like that, watch the fuck out. <laughs> Cause that is a, te- that's a headband. She's about to tell you off. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to get, it's about to get real. That headband was like sticking up. <laughs> Like a crown of thorns. I know, like a, it was just ready to go for the jugular. It was. That's all I got. That's the show. All Y'all, this has been your toe. This has been your, it's still been a good season. So thankfully we're getting a lot of 90 day content, but at least it's good. Uh, go to realitygaze.com. You know the deal. Um, again, if you want to see a little bit of a spoiler of lost slash last resort, um, go join our TikTok or our Instagram reality gaze podcast or TikTok reality gaze. And you can see our memes. Also there's, you can see a little bit of P- poodles piano playing. Um, yes. And so be sure to follow us on the social media. Um, and I think that's about it. Uh, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you're an animator, contact us because we need to make Darfield happen. <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate Mondays and I love love. <laughs> How long are those lasagna? <laughs> love me, die. It never loves you. It never leaves you. <laughs> <laughs>